Good afternoon. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm Chesley. We're here, RWV Live, with Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon. Most of you probably know Pastor Mary Jean as one of the founding pastors of West Houston Christian Center, but she is also the founder of Restoration of Women's Virtues. So, Pastor Mary Jean, would you <laughs> there, share Ms. with Chesley. us? Uh, hi, would you share with the, with us a little bit about how Restoration of Women's Virtues came about? Okay, well. <laughs> Many years ago, before West Houston Christian Center was started, actually, um, I had been, I experienced the Lord in a supernatural way, really, mm -hmm. and he kind of downloaded into my head information about things, and anyway, one thing led to another, got me into teaching the Bible in a little Bible uh, study at home Bible study. And this was before the church actually yeah, started? Yeah, before the church. Yeah, we were very involved in our church, Brazewood Assembly. And um, I, uh, as I was being a female preaching or wanting to speak up, I said, you know, I felt like uh, God put all this stuff in me and it made me want to stand up and speak up. But then in church life at the time, you were to sit down and shut up. And so it was kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. And I was a little confused about what my, what do you want from me, Lord? Mm -hmm. why, did, why did you, so one day I'm running the vacuum. You know, sometimes when God speaks to you, you know exactly where, where you were. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly where I was. And I was running the vacuum and um, I just said, Lord, why did you put this in me? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you put this in some man if I was supposed to sit down and shut up as a woman, mm -hmm. you know? And that started me on a journey that I started searching out. Immediately, he started showing me different two powers. And we've discussed that in some of our earlier episodes uh, here. Mm -hmm. On um, but Today we're live, but we've taped those. And they can yes. go on the webpage and, and mm -hmm. see that on Restoration Women's Virtues. But um, I started on a journey to find out what he wanted from me as a female. And it started what we call Restoration of Women's Virtues. Because I, re I started realizing that ne never had we really been taught as women mm -hmm. the full power that he had in us and the full calling. And the main thing that struck me right off was I saw Genesis 1, 26 through 28. You know, I, everything I do starts in Genesis. Always Genesis. <clears throat> Always Genesis. But um, uh, where he said, in, uh, he created, man, let us make man in our image, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, mm -hmm. he created them. And I went, oh, there's a part of me that's like God. Mm -hmm. And I, I wanted to know what part of me is like you, Jesus. What, how do you want to live your life through me as a female? Mm -hmm. And what part is me? What part is you? You know, and that, that started my, um, journey of woman, her purpose, position, and power, yes. and discovering, read. yes, a, a must, must read, read for all women, <laughs> yes. And uh, so anyway, um, I started teaching the what I was discovering in a little home Bible study, mm -hmm. and then several women came around and wanted to do a big meeting mm -hmm. at a hotel. So I think about 10 different women put money in, and we had a meeting at a hotel, and Jack Pigeon Ministries was born mm -hmm. out of that. So people would have a place to give an offering and whatnot. Awesome. And that first meeting, we had like 150 women. Wow. I think um, we had about 150 women. I think a couple of people got saved. About 18 of them got baptized in the Holy Ghost. 
and then 150 of them came up to have hands laid on them. That was a, it was a really neat time. But the ministry was born, Jack Pigeon Ministries. So then, uh, that we were doing that and doing different women's meetings. And then Pastor Jack was called out. The Lord called him out, <clears throat> called us both out from our church where we were mm -hmm. in 1989. And um, we didn't know why we were called out. I mean, where we were going or what we were to do. We, weren't, we didn't step out to start a church, but eventually that's what he had us do. And West Houston Christian Center was born. And so because Jack Pigeon was the pastor of West Houston Christian Center, and then you had Jack Pigeon Ministries over here, it was getting confusing. And people were getting confused over what was what. Mm -hmm. So we changed the name of the women's part to Restoration of Women's Virtues. RWV, which is a RWV, we call it RWV, which was because women carry a, the word virtue is a strong word and it's a word that describes armies in the Old Testament, armies on the move. So there's a warfare in that, you know, which women carry a lot in the in the spirit, so... I could soak this in for time, and I've been, um, I'm a product of Pastor Mary Jean's ministry and Aww. just of the the Church of West Houston Christian Center, and just my life has been impacted. I know so many of yours, uh, your lives have been impacted, and it just, um, the the material, because it's solely from the Word of God, it never gets old. No, so it doesn't. It just, there's always something new that we can learn. There's... Um, it's powerful and be refreshed in, you and know, be refreshed. Amen. So I'm just looking to see if, um, some people are joining. I see Miss Leanna. Hi, Leanna. Hi, Leanna. <laughs> She's live with us. <laughs> so share with us what we're going to get into for today. With well, history in discovering for... all of the powers of women and how we're made in the image of God and that part of us that is God's image. Uh, I, uh, I, I saw what a powerful influence we carried. Mm -hmm. And he started immediately showing me that there's two kinds of power. There's a power of authority, which the male manifests. And then there's a power of ability or influence, if you will, that the female part of God manifests. Mm -hmm. And if you want a good book on the subject, these two books are good. <laughs> yes. uh, but we'll talk about those later. But um, when I started seeing how powerful the influence of women and how much we need the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And just lately, it's been on my heart so much to um, that we, we need more Word. We need more Word, but we, we need to know God's provision. We need to know God's health and healing uh, principles. We need to know His economic principles. We need to know kingdom principles yes. because we're influencers. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to influence if we don't know kingdom principles? How are we going to help people? If we can't help ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, that's just, and, and you, you know, he said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. We're always having to replenish ourselves, aren't we? Yes. So, like you said, we, uh, uh, you remember Miss Jenny Stinson? Yes. Was my friend, and we traveled through England in the 90s. And she must have heard this message a thousand times. Mm -hmm. And me too. I said, Jenny, you could preach this in your sleep. <laughs> and, um. But we always needed to hear it more. Yes, you know? absolutely. I agree. So, I agree. So there. <laughs> okay, so you're waiting on me to go on now, right? I am. 
I'm, I'm excited. Well, the one thing that, that struck me this morning was we just mentioned Genesis 1, 26 through 28 about um, be, uh, that he created man in his image, in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. And then he said, to, he blessed them saying, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue and take dominion. Now, he had created the whole earth out of his word. So how are we going to be fruitful and multiply and, and take dominion but by the power in his word? The, the, bottom, the bottom line or the major thing in this, which was tagging on to our uh, earlier episodes, is that we need to, um, uh, to, is to, build a, to build a better confidence in the word itself. You know, we're, we're told to have faith. Faith in what? Faith that the Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. And that it means exactly what it says, and it will do exactly what it says. And to, you know, just to, to, to develop our faith in that, to develop our confidence in the Word itself, that the Word itself is powerful on its own, and to ve- develop our confidence in when we put it in our mouth and speak it out, it will do what it's sent to do. Amen. And in, in Genesis chapter 2, um, it, where God had, he had created us in his image in one. But in two, it says, thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all the work which he had made. And he blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in, in it, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. So uh, he rested from all of his work. Well, what was his work? His work was uh, speaking the earth into existence. God said it all through chapter one of Genesis. Then he saw it. Mm-hmm. And then he said it. And then he saw it. And then he said it. And then he saw it. So his word was, is the creative power behind the entire universe. And so. He wasn't thinking, I wonder if this is going to work when I say this. No, I know. I know. <laughs> he had all confidence as the Almighty God that he had a strong confidence this, in his word. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so he had strong confidence in his word. We want to build our confidence yes. that when we speak his word, bless God, that's it. Yeah. That's the end of it. So, but look at this. He had rested from all of his work. The word work is his workmanship, his business. His occupation. Mm. So if someone says, What's, what do you do for a living? I speak the word of God. Amen. I speak the word of God. <laughs> that would really make a lot of sense to some. <laughs> but it'll make sense to people in the kingdom mm-hmm. that understand what we're doing. That's, that's the point of our time together here is to remind us, refresh us that, uh, that we, are, we are from a different kingdom. Mm-hmm. We're not in this world. All the stuff that's going on in the world, the sickness and disease, the riots, uh, the economy breaking down. There's three areas, you know, that, that are breaking down the, the healthcare system, the economy and your protection, Amen. the protection of, of people. You can't depend on those things anymore because a world system that Satan had built himself is breaking down, but the kingdom has come. Jesus has come and he planted his life in the earth as as a seed to the kingdom of God. And then he went about his father's business teaching. And the whole Bible is here to teach us how to operate in his kingdom. Yeah. Amen.
So I'm we're just, blessed. Amen. We are. Uh, I see that Miss Martha has joined us. Hi, Hi Martha. Martha. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just going to say, as you were talking about that, he sent his word in in Psalm 107, where it says he sent his word to heal us. And, and if Jesus is the word, he sent Jesus. Yes. But he also sent his word for us to imitate and to speak forth to heal what's going on around us, to heal within ourselves, but to heal what's going on around us in the world. And that's a, that's a big responsibility. And it's a, my goodness, we do need a better revelation of a, of that, um, just the power that we have to do that. Because sometimes I think we get so intimidated by what's going on around us that we think like, I don't, what could, I what would my little this. voice do? Yeah. It could do, you know, one, one person, it says in Romans, if one man, it's just one man will uh, act in righteousness, mm-hmm. then he can accomplish a lot. I, I can't, I can't think of how it goes right now, but it's in <laughs> Romans chapter five, 17 through 19. And it talks about just one person, but you're not even just one. It's, it's me and the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. or you and the Holy Ghost at your house. Yep. That's a, that's a, if, if any two agrees in touching, that's mm-hmm. me and the Holy Ghost. Sometimes I would say, Lord, I don't have anybody to pray for me. And he says, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. So you've always got your spirit, your, your BFF. I yes. call him, I call him my BFF. And Jesus is sitting at the father's right hand. Right. Praying for us. How so much that, more powerful can yeah. you get? But uh, this says when he, he, um, he rested the seventh day from his work. Work is workmanship, business, occupation. And it comes from a root word that means to dispatch as a deputy, a messenger or a representative. Wow. So even the father, that's how he created the universe mm-hmm. and the earth. Mm-hmm. He dispatched his word wow. as a deputy and a messenger to go out and do light be. Mm-hmm. Go do your job. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Jesus did that when Lazarus, they came and told him, the one whom you love is sick. Mm-hmm. What did Jesus do? He said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the, <clears throat> that the Son of God be glorified. Mm-hmm. So he declared and decreed the outcome. He dispatched his word out there. Mm-hmm. And really, I'm getting a revelation lately of how it's over. It's, the, the term in the Greek is used, it's a preposition superimpose so you superimpose another will upon what's trying to happen Mm -hmm. sickness was trying to take lazarus jesus superimposed the will of god over lazarus this sickness is not unto death Mm -hmm. he declared he declared and he wants us to declare in our households ladies you declare the outcome you declare and decree wow so much to learn (laughs) well that's why we're going to keep on doing it. Yes. We've got to stay together and talk to each other mm-hmm. and encourage one another. And we're ever and, increasing. We right. never get to a point where we have it all together or right. we just made it. <laughs> <laughs> In today's world, one thing that <clears throat> keeps speaking to me because, you know, we, we're, as Christians, we are in a challenging place. We have a lot of ugly stuff happening that could make you angry and make you want to just like get them, Lord. You know, Mm -hmm. like John and James said, call fire down from heaven, Jesus. And he said, you know, of not what of what spirit you are. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I have to hold on to this, that uh, God, there's three things that God does. He overcomes evil with good. This is his style. These are the principles that his kingdom functions with. He overcomes evil with good. What did he do when they crucified Jesus? He overrode it with resurrection power and raised him from the dead. Wow. I had never thought of that till just now, <laughs> but he did. Yeah. You overcome evil with good. So if the evil's prospering, it's because there's not enough good out there. Because I want to show you in a minute that good will swallow up evil. He uh, dispels the darkness with light. Build up the light. Well, what is light? The entrance of your word brings light. Mm-hmm. So he, he dispels it. So we need to build up the word. And that's kind of what this is all about, is to build the word up. Mm-hmm. And confidence that when we speak it, it's powerful and it will do what we've sent it out to do. Just don't talk against it once you put it out right. there. You've dispatched it as a deputy. Mm-hmm. See, that's what's our occupation is yeah. to be, we're to be ruling and reigning with the word of God in this earth. Now, do I do it all the time? No, not like I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. It's a discipline. You get, you know, uh, sometimes I, there was a time in my life I said, I have more revelation than I have discipline for it. Mm-hmm. So we have to get a revelation and then we have to grow up into it. Mm-hmm. Be hearers and yeah. hearers. It's kind of like exercising your body. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to get too ahead, but are you going to share with us some ways to gain more confidence in using the word? And how? <laughs> well, um, th- let me show you something else first real quick. And then and, um, I'm still building on why we need it. Mm-hmm. But then when we do our Bible study on John chapter 1, where, for instance, um, here's a little bit of a thing. The word, according to the word of God, his word is a lamp. Uh, King James in Psalm 119, 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The message says, By your words I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. It's a, it's a lamp, it's a fire, it's a hammer, it's a seed, and it's a sword. It will heal you. The Word of God will do these things. Heal you, make you free, illuminate you, give you revelation, bear witness, <clears throat> produce faith, make you wise, exhort you, delight the heart, create the world, regenerate, and destroy the world. So when you speak the word of God out there, it's, it can do all of those things. You know, um, of course, this is about the blood of the lamb, but the, the word of God is, is when, when God breathed into Adam's nostrils, mm-hmm. all of a sudden he was flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. So that breath of life, which is in the word of God, became flesh and blood. So hard to comprehend. <laughs> I know it is. It's like a, it's a, like a mind twister. You yeah. kind of can't wrap my brain around that. But the the blood is so important today, and the word is so important today, and the name of Jesus is so yes. important today. Amen. That we to protect ourselves, our families. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I was going to show you was one other thing, and before we get into the other part, is Genesis uh, Exodus chapter seven is the story where Moses, my poor little Bible is falling apart here, but it's got all my notes in it. And it's um, Exodus chapter 7, 
when and you know as a church we're looking to leave someday <laughs> we have a promise of a rapture we have a promise of a catching away and listen god never left his people uncovered he always put them in a safe place if he was moving through in 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 judgment of a sort if he if a judgment was coming he always put his people in a safe place he had they had them build an ark he put them in the land of Goshen, and he's going to rapture us out of here before the earth is turned over. So uh, we, ha- we have that safe, but we need to learn to dwell in that secret place. And that's what we're talking about, too, because it's by speaking his word. Uh, Psalm 91 says, he who is dwelling is saying. Mm-hmm. So speaking his word is very important. But anyway, uh, with what's going on in the world today, and all the evil that's happening and the sickness and disease that's happening, what must we do? Well, in Exodus chapter 7, the Lord sent Moses to Aaron saying, when, when Pharaoh shall speak, I'm in verse 8, when Pharaoh shall speak unto you saying, show a miracle for you, then thou shalt say unto Aaron, take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh, before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, now the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. And he hardened Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh's heart was hardened again, and he hearkened not unto them. So um, when you consider that in the New Testament, uh, one of the works of the flesh is considered witchcraft. That's a work of you. Any of us can operate in it. It's when I give you my opinion, and it's got nothing to do with what God thinks. That's a dangerous place to be. It's a work of the flesh, yeah. And 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 hey, that's going on all over today. You know, it's 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 a it's a work when it's a work of the flesh, and I can slip off into it yeah. just like anybody. You know, uh, just mouthing off and giving my opinion. And you know, if I start influencing people with that, it's dangerous. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the main sources of that is when we consume too much media. Yes, that's true. And <laughs> that's. And I know that we need to spend more time building ourselves in this garden Mm -hmm. of the kingdom principles Mm -hmm. and the truth of God and and uh, not so much in what's happening in Satan's kingdom. Now, now we do need to jerk people out of the fire. Mm -hmm. We do need to pray for them and be aware of what's going on. Right. And be aware of what's going on. But at any rate, to note that the magicians through. Aaron threw his rod down and became a serpent. The magicians threw their rod down and became a serpent. So you're thinking, so what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron's rod swallowed up the magician's rod. Uh, Aaron's serpent swallowed up the magician's mm-hmm. serpent. And so uh, in the New Testament, we were before we got to this part, I was saying that good overcomes evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, light dispels darkness. But I didn't get to the third one, which is... Uh, victory swallows up death. Amen. So the point I want you to see in this scripture is that man's word looks like it's the answer. Okay. But the, the word of God will swallow up. Like if man is 
prognosticating this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But let's say a second wave of coronavirus is coming. Mm-hmm. Now, they're prognosticating that. Mm-hmm. But we can swallow that up. We can speak. We can speak put the word of life out there. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you were pierced through for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. He said, I look for a man among them to stand in the gap and build up a hedge that I would not break forth and destroy them. He's looking for a man. He's looking for a person Mm -hmm. to not to come and speak the word of life, which is what did Jesus do at the cross? He died for the sins of the whole world. Wow. That's right. So all these Ugly people that are doing ugly things, their sins have been atoned for. Mm-hmm. They just don't know it, and they're not applying it. But if someone would stand in the gap and say, Lord, forgive them. They know not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Please have mercy upon them and speak the word of life out over them, whatever the Holy Spirit gives you to speak at that moment. Mm-hmm. That word can, can go out. Now, I don't know that it does right away if we're new at this. Mm-hmm. But I think the more you use it, the more you see the results of it, the more confidence you build in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the more you're, the more authoritative you, you become, yeah. mm-hmm. the more right. your, thoughts, your authority you grows. Right. The more time you spend with God, the more you recognize the power, the more authority you can sort of release. release. Yeah, so that's, that's true. And, and just thinking about... Uh, speaking over the sickness and disease, you know, in Psalm 91, where it says no sickness or plague can come near my dwelling place. Mm -hmm. Well, I can speak that over myself and my family, but to think that I can speak that over this whole nation, over this dwelling place, over the United States of America or over the world, it just seems like such a small drop, but it still has power if it's, if we're speaking it from the truth of the word of God. And in faith. And in faith. If you're speaking it in faith, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm, that's the whole point is the uh, building our faith in the fact that the word itself is powerful. Amen. And when I speak it, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. I was um, thinking, you know, about the blood of Jesus. Uh, one, one day I was driving here to church mm-hmm. and I was praying for the government and I was praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues and and, and the Lord showed me, he said, when you plead the blood over the government, he said, or over anything, when you plead the blood, the, the, um, it paralyzes the works of the devil. When you plead the blood, it paralyzes. It paralyzes sickness and disease. It paralyzes Satan. It paralyzes evil mm-hmm. because it renders it unfruitful. The blood is what severed man from the hands of darkness, Mm -hmm. from the hands of sickness and disease. The blood shed is what cleansed them. You know, uh, I've been studying on the blood a little bit. And so uh, when our blood, our blood passes through a cycle every 23 seconds in our bodies and the red cells take nourishment to all the red blood cells take nourishment to all of our body parts and cells Mm -hmm. and the white blood cells fight infection and they're like little soldiers they're like a little army to protect our our bodies Mm -hmm. you know and uh he said when you plead the blood of jesus over a situation it will paralyze what the devil's trying to do but it will unify and energize what righteousness wants to do wow i'm telling him get a a new appreciation of pleading the blood over things Mm -hmm. amen it's powerful yes and like one lady said, I was reading the book 
I don't think we've ever realized how what a powerful gift Jesus gave us in his blood. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We have, we've okay. Been, we've been 30 minutes. Do you want to keep going? Or? I think 30 minutes is good, don't you? Sure. We can, we can, <laughs> we, hey, I always got lots to say. <laughs> but um, people don't always have that much time to spend, so. If you have questions, uh, comments, yes. if if Feel there's free. something you want to add, we'll share it. Mm-hmm. And so we'll do that. Yes. We just, we didn't even hit the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> no way did I get to any kind of a lesson. But I, I will I will leave everybody with this and, and that you can meditate on. The lifestyle of the kingdom of God is not, it's an alternative lifestyle from what we see going on in the world today. So uh, we do we do need to uh, listen to the news. But when you're, like one lady said, you shouldn't watch TV unless you're going to talk to it. <laughs> you need to speak the word of life to swallow up that death that's trying to, that's manifesting itself. We can all make a difference Amen. and you can do it alone at home. At your own home. You can do it while you're in your car. Mm-hmm. You know, if you hear something on the radio, just say, no, no. Just say that right then. Mm-hmm. Um, one one time, Chessie, and I, I will finish with this instead of going over there. <laughs> one, one time uh, I heard a sermon and it was about asking. And, well, I heard one term called about, Lord, teach me how to be a creative asker. Mm-hmm. But I... You know, when I was a kid, I never asked for much. I don't, I don't. I never did ask for a lot. My sister asked for everything, and she got it. But I could have had it. You know, she had horses and cars and homemade cowboy outfits and all that stuff. I just didn't ever ask for it. And so when I heard this sermon about asking, you have not because you ask not. When I heard that sermon, I said, Lord, I need to learn to ask for more. I need to learn to ask you for more because I, I don't really ask for a lot. And um, he said, well, actually, you don't. You just need to learn to you, you. Actually, you just need to discern when to ask and when to declare and decree. Mm. That's good. See, when Jesus came up to Lazarus mm-hmm. and they said, you're the one whom you love is sick. He declared and decreed. And, and the Lord said to me, for instance, when it comes to healing, You don't have to ask me for that. Mm -hmm. I've already done that. We already know it's his will. Yeah. We know it's his will and he made a provision for it at the cross. Jesus took our sin, sickness, and disease that by his stripes we were healed. He's provided for that. I don't have to say, Lord, I'm asking you to heal me. Mm -hmm. I need to declare and decree that by his stripes I was healed. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) And the same thing goes for provision. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a good reminder. (laughs) The same thing goes for provision. Provision, we were talking about the economy, the healthcare system, mm-hmm. and protection. Mm-hmm. In all those areas, we need to be declaring and decreeing. And I think that's part of the main thing that was on my heart is as women, we carry a powerful influence. Our words are very important. Mm-hmm. Let's make them in line with the Word of God. Yeah. And um, and uh, what was it? One, one, one man said, I was preaching in our church years ago. He said something about He said... Oh, they were having some kind of demonic activity trouble. And and he told his wife, he says, well, honey, why don't you go on in there and do your stuff? 
deal with the devil. Go You're going it. in there and do your stuff. He <laughs> said she turns into a samurai Susie. So we need to encourage our samurai Susie in us <laughs> to declare and decree. Amen. Yeah. Put the devil in his place. Yes. Amen. So. Well, thank right. you, Miss Chesley, yes, for being with for me today. Me. It was an honor. And yeah. it was an honor to have all of you Amen. watching and everybody that joins us um, after just to watch the recording. We hope that this is a blessing to you. And we just we'll be know, back next week, I guess, yes, right? We'll be back next week. And, 12 o'clock uh, Thursday. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Bye. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We also live stream on Facebook and YouTube on Thursdays at noon. Hope to see you there.